Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. You know, (laughs) I love the Bible because as you're reading it, it's so different, right? I mean, even as we've looked at the last few epistles we've gone through, right? We went through Galatians. We went through First and Second Thessalonians, and they're all different. They all, they all have different things they're discussing, different aspects of life they're talking about, different encouragements, convictions, truths. But the thing it always comes back to is it's all about Jesus. And I just love that there are so many different ways that we can say and be reminded and study that it's all about Jesus. Because that's that's what's at the core, right? God's love that was actually shown to us in Jesus, right? It's It just boggles my mind. <laughs> and I say that because I think sometimes we can get like caught up when it's like, oh, yeah, well, we talked about Jesus last week. Or, you know, you think about planning like Sunday school lessons or going to Sunday school, maybe as a kid, or if you have a kid who's going now and it's like, well, it always comes back to Jesus. Isn't this boring? It's like, No, it's not boring. And God didn't think it was boring either. He has this entire beautiful book of his word all about Jesus. And it's just such a cool reminder. And I'm just, it's exciting to me (laughs) that we can talk about the same thing in so many ways and have it like be so impactful. I don't know any other topic, any other book that you can talk about the same thing. And yet you see it new renewed through new eyes in a new way in a new application differently every single time it's it's outstanding and god's word is so unique and so cool because of that and today again we're going to talk about the truth that it's all about jesus that anything that we build needs to be built on Jesus and on nothing else. So let's dive in. I'm going to start by reading um, a little bit of context, the verses we read last week, just so we remember what's going on, and then we'll dive into our new verses. So from last week, Paul writes, what then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. Awesome reminders, right? That that different roles here on earth different ways that you're working and God is calling you to work, they're both valid and needed and important. One isn't more important than the other, and it's always about God's work through the person. It's all about God because he's the one who does the growth. And it's such a great reminder, right, that we are God's fellow workers, that we are co-working with God, and that we are also God's field and God's building. We are being worked on by God, which, 
by the way, I did a meditation on this on my other podcast. If you look up Hesed, H-E-S-E-D, Hesed Heart Meditations, we spend, I think, like 20 minutes meditating on these truths, which is so beautiful and so impactful. But it, it's such a good reminder to know that, that we, as people, we are God's field. So just as Paul and Apollos were the ones that he called to plant and to water, God's the only one who grows. But you are his field. You are his field. You can work in the field, yes. You can work as a seed planter. You can work as a waterer. But even as you're planting or watering other people, you are still God's field. And it's the same thing with the building, right? You are God's building, That even, yes, if you are someone who is building someone else, if your work is building up others, God is still building up you. And let's look at how Paul continues. He says, According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. And so we we see here that Paul has now used both of these beautiful pictures, these analogies, the field in the garden. First he started, and we talked about this yesterday, he said that he planted the garden and Apollos watered the garden. So showing that like this church in Corinth, that was the field and they were working in the field. And now Paul is showing the other analogy that the church in Corinth is like a building. And Paul is saying, I like a skilled master builder. I laid the foundation. He was the one laying the foundation is like planting the initial seed, right? He's getting it started. And then he said, and someone else is building upon it. And we can kind of draw this connection here that because Apollos did the next step by watering, we can also say that Apollos did the next step here by building upon it, by by building up what Paul had started here. And he says, let each one take care how he builds upon it. And that just kind of goes to show that, again, different people can have different roles and different people can be impacting the same thing, the same person, the same church, the same ministry, the same area. But here's where it gets really important. And I want you to note that Paul does say that, yes, he laid the foundation. He was the one, let's say in a house, he was the one who poured the floor. He got the floor settled, right? That was done for him. But he goes on and he says, For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And we know in other parts of scripture that Jesus is described as the cornerstone, the very first stone that is laid. And Jesus is always, he needs to be the foundation of a church of your work, of your life, of your heart, of your identity. It always needs to come back to Jesus. He always needs to be the ultimate foundation here. And Paul, it's so cool because I love that he says this too. He's like, according to the grace of God given to me, it wasn't about him and his strength and how well he did it. It was all by God's grace, y'all. All by God's grace. Like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation. So yes, Jesus is the ultimate foundation. And Paul was almost like adding on top of that foundation, a foundation on a foundation, if you will. Almost like you're doing the groundwork in preparation for building a house. Almost like in the in the field imagery, you are plowing the fields and the fields need to be prepared before you can even plant the seed. 
And so Paul, he built on that foundation. He built an additional foundation or on top of, added to that foundation on top of Jesus. But the thing is, it was all about Jesus. Isn't that cool? It was almost like Paul just went in and he solidified, he reminded, and he pointed to this foundation of Jesus and he just made it even stronger because he said that he came not talking about manly wisdom, but only about Christ Jesus. That was all that he knew when he came to them because that's how he wanted them to focus, right? It's all about Jesus. And so when we, as we are going out in our lives, living things, we need to remember that our foundation needs to be about Jesus. It needs to be all about him. That needs to be where we are grounded, where we are rooted, where we are growing out of, where we are growing from. It needs to be all about Jesus. And He goes on and he says, Now if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest. For the day, and usually this this reference to a day refers to the day of the Lord, which is usually his coming judgment. And so here we can imagine that is the day of judgment when Jesus comes again. For the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, though only as through fire. And to be honest with you, I don't fully know what this is alluding to. Something on the judgment day that our works are going to have to speak for themselves, even as we are saved. And and our works aren't going to speak for us in a salvational level, because it says even the person whose work is burned up, it says he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. So our works, what we are building on the foundation of Christ, we need to answer for that. And we need to make sure that what we are building is good and in alignment. Not just in alignment with the Lord and what scripture says about him, but also in alignment with who God made us to be and how he has called us. But remember that no matter what you are building, no matter what you are building, you need a firm and a secure foundation. Otherwise, the building, it's going to topple over time, it's going to like get all wonky and it's going to fall over. It's not going to last unless your foundation is secure. So remember, it's all about Jesus. That is a beautiful truth, not a boring truth. And that your foundation in every area of your life should be Jesus. That should be the foundation. And to be mindful that what you build then is in alignment with that foundation. And I'll see you tomorrow morning.